0: Hey there, this is Ricky Jones of Leaders That Follow, and today is day four of the Lenten challenge, 40 days in the desert. So we left off yesterday, or not yesterday, but on our last video talking about how Job's friends had come to visit him, right? Job was crying out and lamentation and, and all of the pain and suffering that he was going through. So he, his friends come to visit him and they don't say anything. They just sit there with him in silence, kind of being present to him, showing their support, right? Well, today we hear from the first of Job's friends, and so I want to share a little bit of of what his friend had to say. See, you have instructed many. You have strengthened the weak hands. Your words have supported those who were stumbling, and you have made firm the feeble knees. But now it has come to you, and you are impatient. It touches you, and you are dismayed. So it's easy when someone else is going through a hard time, when someone else is suffering, for us to reach out to them and say, oh, just trust in God. He knows what he's doing. Or, oh, have faith. Or just, I'll pray for you. It's easy to say those things. But when we're the ones in that situation, when we're going through the suffering and the difficulty and the struggle, it's hard for us to accept those words from other people. It's often the last thing that we want to hear, oh, have faith. But I think that's the same thing that Job is going through, right? He's always been there for these other people. He's always had those words, that, exactly what people needed to hear in their times of difficulty. But now that it hits home, now that it's him that's going through it, he's not able to let down his guard. Because Especially as men, we build up this this wall because we got to protect ourselves, right? We're, we're not able to ask for help. We're not able to accept help from other people because we feel like that makes us weak. And so for us to let down our guard... It's, it's a challenge. But I think that's exactly what Job's friend is saying today. Is that you got to let down that guard. you got to be uh, humble, first of all, and then you've got to be vulnerable. You've got to open yourself up in order for God to come in and heal that hurt that you're facing. So this also reminds me of the time that Jesus is in the desert, right? So Jesus is in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. He's praying and he's fasting. And then satan appears and he starts to tempt him and he goes after his identity he knows where to push our buttons he knows where our soft spots are so when he goes after jesus he says if you are the son of god da da, da, da da then you wouldn't be in this situation right so when satan attacks us he does the same thing he goes after our identity he says well if god was good and he really loved you then he wouldn't let you go through this this suffering right or if you really are a follower of God, then why are you suffering? Your life should be great, right? And so he starts to to plant these seeds of, of lies and deceit in our lives, going after our identity. And it's that that same idea of of having to, to to let down that wall. So when Jesus is hanging on the cross, he cries out to God and he says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And it seems like he's kind of let the that attack on his identity uh affect him right it kind of seems like he's he's feeling like god has given up on him that god is no longer there but that's actually not what's going on uh jesus is quoting from psalm 22. and i wanted to share a little bit about how that works so psalm 22 starts off the same way as we heard from job the other day basically lamentation and crying out to god Why have you abandoned me? Talking about how difficult the suffering is. There's kind of another transition where in Psalm 22, he goes from that lamentation of his pain and suffering into calling out to God for help, which is a totally different thing. So what he says here in verse 20, it says, actually it's 19. But you, O Lord, do not be far away. O my help, come quickly to my aid deliver my soul from the sword my life from the power of the dog save me from the mouth of the lion from the horns of the wild oxen you have rescued me so he's crying out to god now for help saying that you have rescued me you will come and save me that's different from just complaining and 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 being sad or 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 upset about the situation that we're in now he's crying out to god for help so there's a transition there and if you continue on reading it gets. Uh, there's another transition where he makes from calling out to God for help, and then he transitions into praising God for helping him. So he says, uh, "For you comes my praise in the great congregation. My vows I will pay before those who fear Him," and and he just goes on to praise God. He says. Um, Posterity will serve him, future generations will be told about the Lord and proclaim his deliverance to a people yet unborn, saying that he has done it. So we just start to see in that Psalm 22 that even though it starts out, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? There's that transition into, okay, I'm in this difficult uh, situation, into, okay, God, I need your help, into, thank you, Lord. So there's there's that I, that same uh, Uh, transition that Job uh, has to go through, right? Because initially he didn't say anything, he still praised God but now that he's he's really getting deep in that suffering he calls out to God and he's basically saying, he curses the day that he's born, then his friends come and his friends say, you know what? I'm here for you, but you gotta let down that wall. And St. Paul says the same thing, he says, for when I am weak I am strong. Jesus shows us um, humility, right? for the God of the universe to die on the cross is a is a big deal. He's gotta, he's gotta let down uh, himself into humility. And, and when Jesus comes, he comes with humility every time. So there's three important times that Jesus comes. First, he comes in the manger, right? Not in a miraculous display of, of glory and power, but in the womb of a woman. And then uh, when he comes on the cross, he's gotta humble himself even to death on a cross. And then the third time he comes to us now every day on the altar in a little piece of unleavened bread again not on a miraculous display of of power and glory but with humility and that takes vulnerability it takes being open and that's a lesson that we have to learn today from job is not to uh let our pride get in the way of of god coming into our lives and healing us right so the times that we need god the most is when we've got to let down our guard and invite him in because god's not going to come if we don't let him in Uh, he's a gentleman he knocks on the door we got to open that door in order for him to come in and give us that healing. And that's what Job is going through in our reading today. So I think the lesson we got to learn is humility, vulnerability, and openness, right? Being open to God so that he can come into our lives and heal us. And that's when we start to to experience the life change that he has for us. So. That's our lesson for today. We'll be uh, going into chapter 5 tomorrow on day 5 of our 40 days in the desert. Uh, I was a little bit under the weather this weekend, so sorry I didn't uh, do a video reflection for day 3. Uh, cold and allergies and all kinds of stuff going on. Still getting over that. but. I'm committed to being here, so I will be here once again tomorrow for day five of the Lenten Challenge. If you haven't signed up already, go to leadersthatfollow.com, and you'll get an email every morning once you've signed up with a, a written reflection. And then, of course, you can join me here at facebook.com leadersthatfollow to get access to these live videos every day about 12 p.m. noon, Pacific Standard. Uh, and that's uh, hashtag 40 days in the desert. Thank you for joining me. Have a blessed day.